Mango Mustache Media. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jake Trumper, and welcome back to Historically Inaccurate. As always, I am joined by my right-hand man, my wingman, Alex Schulte. And I'm on his left. What's up? I'm Alex Schulte. (laughs) My my left-hand man. Jake Trumper, and I'm covering the label because they didn't pay me. Um, (laughs) That water brand? That water brand. Which water brand is it, actually? It's water brand. Well, no, because we could say, because we're talking about Coke and Pepsi today. Oh, It might be owned by one of the Coke. It is owned by, it's... It's the Coke one, or is it... I think it's Coke. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the... Um, Hello! This is Historically Inaccurate, just in case you didn't know. Just in case you didn't know, Historically Inaccurate, we are produced and distributed by Mango Mustache Media. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I'm very excited, though I did kind of mess up on this episode, Alex. I do apologize. Um, Why? It's just, I I don't like doing themed episodes by any means, because it's just like... A themed episodes kind of like put you in a corner. This is accidentally a themed episode. I was working so hard not to be in a corner to just do whatever I want. I accidentally turned the whole episode into a soda themed. I like episode. a theme. Do you call it soda or pop? I call it pop. I'm gonna fix my headphones real quick. They uh, the cords are they backwards? I, okay, there I'm we go. Fixed. Yeah, it's um. I I call it pop because I'm from Iowa, and in Iowa we call it pop. I call it soda, and I'm also from Iowa because soda heck? is just the right way to say it. It's everywhere else. Yeah, it, it, okay, soda, pop, whatever you call it, today's fun fact involves soda and pop. It is actually- Soda pop. Soda pop. It involves soda pop. That's what you're getting. Uh, you, you already know the answer to this, but before I, I sent- Yeah, so before I sent you the debrief of everything we were going to talk about, what would your guess be for what is the oldest soda brand that is still around today? Uh, my guess would be Coca-Cola. But you know that's wrong. I do? In the debrief, I told you- it was, oh, I don't think you, I don't think I did read the debrief. I did read the debrief. Okay, for it, the record, we're, we're, we're recording this on the day of the company launch. I've had a day. Fair enough. Okay, in my defense, we launched Mango Mustache Media today. On the, That's, Like, this episode comes out a couple weeks after the launch. But today of recording, but you did it. Okay, so for we today's- We're recording this on June 1st today. And, and I'll get you some leeway. So, so I've been releasing trailers and stuff. It's It's been a heck of a day. Fair. But I, for the record, I did read it. I just don't You're looking at it right now. all of it. Today's fun fact is that Dr. Pepper was actually the first soda brand that's still around today that came out. It's one of the first major soda brands to come out. came out in 1885. 1886, Coca-Cola came out after. Oh, interesting. So they're very close together, and as probably many of us know, uh, soda, Mm. when it first came out, was not because they were like, this is a great syrup that's great for a drink. It was usually used as like, this is medicine. This stuff is going to make you feel real good and make you feel healthy. Not because there's any extreme drugs or anything in it, just because it's a good old-fashioned drink to help you. You know, actually, cross-promo... Hey guys, before Alex uh, goes into that great cross promo, let me tell you about today's punishment. The loser is getting ice put down their pants, so stay tuned for that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You did it. That was a good promo. Perfect. Good? Good. We have a different show on the network called Chicano Chingon, and they were just talking about it. It's a show about being a a Mm Mexican-American. They were talking about superstitions, and in Mexico... They still like their grandma will be like, "You're sick, drink a coke," because there's something about uh, what the host of the show Arturo said is that the bubbles, so like the carbonation, like the carbon, the bubbles get rid of the bad. Interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Coca-Cola. That could just be a part of Coca-Cola's genius marketing in Spanish-speaking countries. We're going to be talking about how Coca-Cola's marketing. Coca-Cola is just. a lot of Coke. Yeah. The marketing for Coca-Cola is insane. And that's going to be our next. Actually, that's a great segue, actually. Let's get into. So now that you guys get the fun fact, I hope you like soda or pop. Because that's this episode, baby. I didn't even mean it to be this way. It just happened. So um, obviously, today's fun little history thing for you is talking about the two biggest brands, Pepsi and Coke, the ultimate soda war. And I think it's safe to say for a majority of this war, Coca-Cola is always winning. Uh, I, I Well, uh, no, I don't. I you don't, don't think Coca-Cola has been winning for a majority of the war? I think I, for a majority of the war, Coca-Cola has been winning, but I'm not saying they're winning now. I've got a lot of stuff. I down. was very curious. I, I, I think I would say that PepsiCo as a company oh, is, so much more than is doing much better. But yes, yes Coca-Cola versus Pepsi-Cola. Coke, Coke wins. Coke outsells Pepsi wanna, all the time. Oh, yeah. But PepsiCo no, and their... They're, they own Frito Lay's. They own. They yeah. own everything. If you go into a grocery store right now and you just like try to buy everything, odds are there's going to be something for PepsiCo. Your daily just shopping involves PepsiCo. You'd have to go out of your way to not want to shop PepsiCo. To to not. It's just so crazy. Did that mm-hmm. make sense? Or was that an incoherent rambling? Uh, no, it makes sense. If you if you if you are boycotting okay. Pepsi, it's almost impossible. Yeah, because they have so many other everything. Cool. There's so many things that you buy. Fingers that, in the pies that Pepsi uh, makes, and you don't even yes. know it. But just soda brand wise, Coke. But company wise, PepsiCo's freaking yeah. on a whole nother. Le- they're the ones on cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> most likely, all of them are. Let's be honest. Shelby, play the laugh track right now. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh with me, please. Shelby, our producer, she's back. Uh, this is her second time ever producing for the second episode. So we've given her no time to train since the first episode. He really Still just... just putting her on the spot in the hot seat. Yeah, she got it. Thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. Thank oh, you. There they are again. <laughs> they got a little excited they, there. And they're like, oh, it's time to be quiet. Sorry. That's enough from the We're peanut done. gallery. We're done. All right. So I want to uh, – let's – I noticed what we've been kind of doing is when we get into the history stuff, you mentioned that you've done some research. Is there anything you want to mention first that you learned before I dive into my stuff? No. Oh, <laughs> I guess I, the research I did was uh, uh, about who makes more money. Cause I was so curious about yeah. that. Cause I, I thought Coca-Cola as a company had made a lot more money, but in my research, PepsiCo, yeah, PepsiCo that, they we, own- we kind of covered it. Literally, they own everything. Uh, but I'm ready to learn today. You Jake. are, yeah. okay. So There's, fill me with your. There are so many dates. Knowledge. I had to write down all the. That was a weird. That was a weird thing you just said. I wanted to. I wanted. That to was a that weird and uncomfortable. Breathe. I didn't even let the pause. Breathe. I was ready to go and do it, and then. Yeah, fill me up, Jake. Play the booze. Play the booze, Shelby. I don't think now. there are. There's not a boo button. Play the wah 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 wah. There's a trombone button that. Play came. the trombone. There, there it is. We're just using the pre the preset buttons from the the board that we've got that's that's perfect. where we're at that's perfect okay are you ready yeah i'm ready all right shelby are you ready there we go thank you <laughs> that sounded so sick shelby i appreciate you so much that sounded actually mean i didn't mean it in a mean way i was like are you ready shelby thank you camera one now uh, shelby we appreciate you so you know much. we could actually center jake on his camera for the record oh eh, 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 eh. there we go you, you happy with that? Yeah, that looks good. Okay, so as we know, 1886 is when Coca-Cola comes out, 
right? And it's not anything too special. It doesn't taste great or anything, but just the marketing behind it is really what helped it take off. But then you start looking into uh, 1898 when you get Pepsi. Originally, 1898, it's called Pepsi Cola, and it's created by a pharmacist. And this pharmacist, so it's it's a syrup, right? So he's got a bunch of these soda brands in his pharmacy, and he's like, uh, you know what? I don't love these syrups. I'm going to make my own. And then, bam, he puts it in his pharmacy because back then, people just hung out at pharmacies. You'd like, you be like, yo, bro, yo, Alex, you want to go talk about the podcast at the pharmacy? You want to debrief? Kind of want to chit-chat? You'd yeah, hang man. out at the pharmacies. So you're going to the pharmacies, and you're Gotta doing buy that. buy my girl some tampons. Was that Play the trombone. Too weird. Play the trombone. <laughs> Everything Alex says gets trombone now. Hey, we're waiting. You're making her do too much. She's like, I can do it too. This is my second time. Okay. It's her second day on the job, and I'm just like, do everything. We're not relying on... on... There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> it's the late trombone. <laughs> anyway, so the pharmacist's name, the pharmacist's name, his first name was Brad, and they would call it Brad's Drink. So you'd be like, yeah, man, I got to go down to get my girls her tampons. And I'd be like, cool, we'll hang out. And then we'll get Brad's drink. Let's grab Brad's drink. Let's grab Brad's drink. That's That was another weird beginning of that sentence that that last word makes it very different. Let's grab Brad's You're on some drink. Your, your mind is in the know. gutter today. It's, it's bad. Are uh, you okay? I didn't take my Adderall today. <laughs> Call back to episode one. Yeah, yeah. Alex didn't Remember, take his ad roll. La- last time I was like, it's the pills. I'm good. I'm <laughs> here. Like, today, <laughs> today I didn't because I, I was uh, going to and it was too late in the day. So I'm not medicated right now. That's good. So we're we're working through it, though. I'm here. I'm here. And, and you know, I'm not medicated to learn the best, but do you, I'm ready. That's actually hilarious because like episode one, you're on top of everything. You're like, I'm medicated. Episode two, you're like, I'm on my meds. <laughs> and you're just... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. It really is though. It's just one of those things. I yeah. So people did really like Brad's drink, right? And it, it becomes successful. And he actually starts marketing it to other people. And he's selling the syrup now. He thought the money was in syrup, but then World War World War One starts, and they start ration, rationing sugar. So it costs way more. And he kind of goofed. He thought he was like, every single day, sugar prices are going up. So I'm going to buy a bunch of sugar right now. Buy it when it's not super high, and then sell when it's even higher. And then there was a huge sugar crash, and it actually the price dropped, and he just had a bunch of worthless sugar. Basically, he bought it when it was like forty cents, dropped down to six. So it was a huge marketing blunder on that aspect. And in twenty twenty three, that's one million dollars. Do you have the numbers to back that up? No, I don't. Oh, I thought you were actually saying a fact. You can't say is, joke facts. Is forty in... cents one million dollars? No, no, no not of course even not. But no, what I'm saying is, is he didn't buy one pack of sh- like one bag of sugar. He bought multiple bags of sugar for forty cents, thinking that he would sell them at a higher rate. But then sugar dropped to six cents. Do you know what I mean? Got it. So got that's it. what I that's what I meant. And then the other thing is, is Coke was just cornering the market when it came to sugar because they actually convinced the American government that Coca-Cola was so American that they were actually putting American propaganda and they shouldn't be charged extra for sugar. They shouldn't have to be rationing their sugar. So they were just playing the government left and right. And poor Pepsi, they're about to go bankrupt. And Pepsi tried to sell to Coca-Cola multiple times. Coke was lobbying uh, our politicians before it was cool. Before it was, Coke was cool before anyone else. Anyways, they- By the way, no, 40 cents in 1880, equivalent to $11.90 today. 
you know what? Sometimes inflation isn't that bad. Sometimes I think inflation, not like inflation's bad, but like the you, appreciation, I always think were, it's going to be way worse. You were thinking it was going to be worse. Yeah. yeah I, I did too. But still, he bought a lot of stuff that almost bankrupt his, con- his, his company. But anyways, he just keeps on trucking. And then we start to really see the cola wars. Um, one way Pepsi managed to see a lot of success was the CEO, Walter Mack, decided to hire a African-American salesman and really start to market towards the African-American community. I think that was in, I wrote it down here because I need to make sure. Um, I guess I didn't write it down. It was like in the 40s, 1940s. I'm like writing stuff down as well. (laughs) So in the 1940s, um, they start actually advertising towards um, African-Americans and they actually see a huge amount of sales and it ends up working. Who would have guessed treating human beings like human beings and marketing towards them is going to work? Right. Wow. Right. Business 101. So let's talk about what's Coca-Cola doing in the 30s and 40s. You want to guess what Coca-Cola is up to in the the 30s and 40s? Uh, Let's see. What was happening in the 30s and 40s that was like historically relevant? Um, uh, The the Andy Griffith Show. Oh, the Nazis. Nazis. So Coca-Cola. Andy Griffith Show is not that old. Not that old. But But. no, the Nazis. That's that was so in 1933, Coca-Cola sells like record profits in Germany. Then the American government, and like, they're playing Yikes. both sides. They're like, yo, America, we're, we're cool. And like, we're out there spreading the American propaganda, getting everyone to love America for World War II. So like, again, we should get a bunch of cuts. And America's like, yeah, you should. And then they're like, yo, Nazi Germany, bro. Like, we we totally agree with you. You cool guys. You guys are, yeah, yeah, here's some Coke. And then the American government's finally like, dude, what the? <laughs> really? And they're like, yeah, you know what? We're going to pull out Coca-Cola. Then they just tell their top Coca-Cola German representative, just make a new type of Coke. And then that's how Fanta's made. What? Fanta's just Nazi Coke. What? I'm not joking. <laughs> that's what happens. So Fanta is just so, Nazi Coke. It is. So Coca-Cola, oh, man. So Coca-Cola is that's just- That's the slogan they don't want. Yeah. Because, but that's like, so the top German representative, oh, that's really funny. He, he's getting all this money from Coca-Cola to basically just start a new Coke. They're like, yo, just in case the Nazis win, man, like, let's Isn't just get, Fanta let's get like them Fanta. Isn't Fanta like orange and purple pop? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't Coke directly, but like, it is a Coke brand and it was made specifically because Coca-Cola wasn't there. And it's not like the Nazis were like, we're going to make our own brand. No, it was still like working hand in hand with Coca-Cola. Allegedly. Allegedly. Got it. Working hand in hand. You know, okay. So I don't want to get mango mustache taken down within their first few weeks of being. No, nah, no. Nah, whatever Jake oh, says does not represent I'll, anything that mango mustache. Let, you're the one the, of the founders the, of the company what? on the podcast. No. Allegedly, everything no, I just I'm said. Wearing, I've got I've got different hats. Allegedly. Um. So I think it's interesting though that that even you know, in the how do, how do I say this when the world gets a little bit more progressive, maybe you know, open minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, the money follows, yep. right? Right. So, so Coca Cola follows the money. They're like, oh, okay. Uh, Germany is is uh, they're they're doing some bad stuff, but they're all thinking this way, so we're supporting them here. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. Oh, World War Two was a bad idea, guys. Uh, you know, nineteen fifty rolls around. We 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 thought that was a dumb idea from the start. Yeah, the Nazis were terrible guys. Night, we were the, we didn't like them at all. We didn't like them either, right? Uh, remember, we were over there with you guys. You know, it's like America. Yeah. It's like that episode of uh, of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where it's like Mac. And he, and oh he's, yeah, he's like I'm playing both sides. That way, I always end up on top. They're literally Mac. That's what they were. They playing both sides. But uh, they were not the only ones to play with the enemy. Pepsi also played with the enemy, but right. it was Russia. 
1970s. They make a deal with Russia. They can't, so it, they sell Pepsi to Russia, but Russian currency, not allowed in America. Absolutely worthless. So Pepsi can't get all this money from Russia and just have nothing to do with it. So they make a deal. Pepsi's like, you can have our Pepsi, you give us your Russian vodka, and we will then sell your Russian vodka exclusively in America, and we will soak up the profits. But then the Russian vodka, boop, kapoop, not really worth it anymore. So then there's talks about getting Russian warships mm. as payment. Now the myth, this is where things get a little bit what? tricky. The myth, what is PepsiCo going to do with Russian warships? That's the myth. So it is, they say that Pepsi successfully got multiple warships, making them in the top 10 largest militaries in the world at that time from the warships that they got. And they even joked that they were successfully dismantling the Russian government faster than American representatives. Now, all that's said, all that's rumored, and there, there's apparently pictures and everything, it is not 100% confirmed that that actually happened, but it is highly speculated that it did. Interesting. And Pepsi even joked about it, so. Interesting. Okay. Isn't that crazy? It is. That's that, that's totally wild, and I've never heard that before. The 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s were a crazy time for soda, and it just gets wackier, because then, in the late 70s. <laughs> what happened next, Jake? I love soda, man. You don't even understand. I have an addiction to soda. I yeah. love the history. I, we, I'm yelling. What's up, Shelby? We, Am I yelling too loud? We just ran oh. out of diet. Whatever. I'm not going to endorse one brand or the other. Um, but, uh, you know. Ah, I drink Bubbler now. Not not sponsored or anything, but I drink this instead of soda. And I just realized PepsiCo owns this. So owns this? It, it yeah. doesn't even. Well, PepsiCo is, you know, based out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Well, somewhat. Isn't the main? Aren't they mainly? Right here. Right here. Are they mainly based out of here? No. No? They have. They have headquarters they, they have, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got headquarters everywhere, bro. You know, Quaker Oats is here, um, which is PepsiCo. So then around 1975, they've got the Pepsi Challenge, which basically creates the Pepsi Paradox, where it's, as a consumer, if you cannot see the Pepsi brand or the Coke brand and you're randomly drinking from, like, a straw and you can't see what the brand is, right. a majority of people, like a slight majority of people, prefer Pepsi over Coke. And they marketed the hell out of that. Oh, but the counter to that is if you can see the brands, people tend to pick Coke because Coca-Cola's branding is so strong. Coca-Cola makes – their branding is what sells the soda. You don't – Coca-Cola I mean, look, tastes pretty good, but uh, – uh, uh, Pepsi's unofficial slogan is, is Pepsi okay? You yeah. know? Every, this literally happened to me yesterday. I went, I went out for lunch, and I asked for a Diet Coke, and she said, is Pepsi okay? Yeah. Everywhere you go. But the Coke brand is so because they were like, put Coke next to Santa Claus, put Coke yes. on the beach. Did put Coke co invent Santa Claus? No. So that is a common misconception. So they're like, well, Santa Claus is white and red and he's all jolly. Coca-Cola successfully made Santa Claus the official kind of what he looks like today. But before that, uh, in the early 1900s and even late 1800s, a jolly old guy with a white beard wearing red and white was drawn and called saint nick um but before pepsi really made him the official look there were saint nicks that were green that wore tan suits that were elves tan so, suits yeah not suits like like the santa getup. but like well we draw the line at tan the, suits here oh, in america I see that was a callback to a bobble <laughs> good callback good job hey, thank i would yell you. at shelby to play the, to, the the thing thank but it might you. take a second she, no, she, she she's said like, no. don't, don't let she, me, don't she have said press no. buttons. Anyways, um, so then we basically have uh, all these people, or all these different Santas, and then it's the trend is already moving towards that kind of Santa that we know today, but then Coca-Cola basically helped make that iconic. Now, Coca-Cola will claim that they created it, but will there they? is- 
If I if I go and if you excuse look, me, Mr. Coca Cola. So sorry. Did sorry. you uh, allegedly did you invent claimed. Santa Claus? Allegedly claimed. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I basically Here, they're just I'm, very. I gotta look this up. They're very kind of just nonchalant about it. They're like, eh, maybe we did, maybe we didn't. We're not going to confirm. And in the the basic fact is they didn't really create it, but it works perfect because he wears red and white. So can I read you something? Yeah, go ahead and read the Wikipedia article for me. When, well, actually, okay, for the record, I re- I Googled who invented Santa Claus and guess who, the guess what first source popped up. I bet up. it's Coca-Cola.com. It is Coca-ColaCompany.com. That's, that's who Google sent me to. Just saying. You I'm know? just saying. Absolutely. I think there's something to say about that. All right. It says, in fact, when Civil War cartoonist Thomas Nast drew Santa Claus for Harper's Weekly in 1862, Santa was a small elf-like figure who supported the Union. Uh, Nast, the artist, continued to draw Santa for 30 years, changing the color of his coat from tan to uh, the red he's he's known for today. So I guess it started with Harper's Weekly. Yep, and then like I said, the late 1800s is when you start to see a slightly more jolly Santa Claus because- Dude, it's so funny well, that Coca-Cola Coca-Cola's is, is the one that the, gets the, the artist, SEO here. Yeah, and the artist who based it off, they were basing it, being, it, basing it off of the description of St. Nicholas from the night before Christmas. Mm. Like there's already a saying that's describing it basically. So anyways- the branding, like Coca-Cola's branding is top-notch and everything, so people, when they see it, prefer Coke. But taste-wise, Pepsi's like, they prefer it. And then Coke possibly makes the biggest mistake ever in 1985, new Coke. But was it the biggest mistake ever? Or was it the they, biggest they released, turnaround ever? Was it actually called New Coke? It was actually called, it was new, called Coke. new Coke. Right. And they released it. And There's they, no cocaine in it. No. new. No. <laughs> I was actually new, serious. No, New Coke was a better tasting Coke. They spent millions of dollars to make Coke taste better. And in a blind taste test, new Coke was actually now preferred. Oh man, so blind taste test happened in 1862. They just didn't have TikTok. No, this is in the 1980s now. New Coke comes oh. out in 1985. We're they, in the 19... They, they didn't uh, we've, we've been progressively moving through the years. You're stuck in the 1800s, bro. 1980s. They come out with the new Coke, right? And they're like... Oh, blind taste tests love it, but people hate it. It actually creates this new love for the original brand. So Coke backtracks, releases the old brand, and in the greatest luck ever, or possibly the greatest 3D chess move ever, for the like, it, it just blows the Pepsi paradox out of the water. Mm. So like, Pepsi has this golden ticket. They're like, Pep, people like Pepsi more, and everyone's like, yeah, maybe they do. We should start getting Pepsi. Coke panics, goes, here's new Coke. Everyone hates it. They're getting calls nonstop. Everything's going down. Like It's like, oh, my God, is this the end of Coke? And they're like, oh, crap, crap, crap. And usually when a company <laughs> Coke? when when a company panics like that and they backtrack, usually the reception isn't, yay, thanks for backtracking. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And their company struggles. When they backtracked, everyone it like reinvigorated the patriotism of Coke. Because everyone just fell in love with it again. And it was one of the be- like most successful turnarounds ever. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? And then they invented the polar bear. That is a part of the whole winter thing. Is The main reason they put Coke with Santa and polar bears and all that was Coke sales would go down in the winter. Mm. So they wanted to increase right, Coke right. sales. And no, that, that totally makes sense. I know, not to like flex, but I know a weird amount about soda. That's okay. That's what this show's is that about. A problem? Is to, Do well, I have a problem? Well, I feel like it's okay. It sounds like you just did your research to me. That's what I was thinking. It's just years of but like, is this just, like, just is this just Jake with no prep on this episode? Mean? And you just knew all this stuff. I wrote down the dates. 
but a lot of this stuff was just stuff just I know. I actually had a re um, shout out to Magnate Medium uh, or Media. They're a pretty cool documentary thing, and I watched one of the videos, and it was just like reminding me of all of, a lot of the Coke stuff. And I was like, Got it. God, I do. Soda's so cool. Like the Soda Wars and everything. Yeah. It, so, and you know what? It's interesting you bring it up because uh, our producer Shelby and I, um, we we've been going through a, a heavy Coke phase. You know, like we go to the store, we get we get the cans. I'm in a and, Pepsi phase now. Really? Let's do a skit. You're a pro Pe you're pro Coke. I'm pro Pepsi. <laughs> she Perfect. just gave me a countdown. Three, two. <laughs> That's adorable. Okay. Um, Hello, Conrad. We have decided that Coca Cola is the uh, going to be nuked. Uh, it, it's, I'm sorry, Coca-Cola is going to be nuked? As well, in, yes, you're the Coca-Cola representative. You are the polar bear. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Coca-Cola is going as in... We're like, nuking you. I, I'm the representative of Pepsi, Russian guy 101. Uh, uh, sure, sure. Hi, good hi, to meet you. My name, my name is... Uh, polar bear. Uh, uh, you're very strong. CEO. I'm, I'm Mr. Polar Bear, and <laughs> I am the CEO of uh, of Coca-Cola. Um, you're, you're nuking Coke. Does that mean you're nuking everywhere that there is Coke? Yes. Because it's worldwide. Yes. You're nuking the world. We got the warships ready, and um, we're going to nuke you. That is kind of the game plan. PepsiCo will succeed even after the extinction of the human race. Okay. Do you understand that we gave the kids desks? Y what? They can hide under the desks. Duck and cover doesn't. Okay. Doesn't They work. just got to put their hands over their necks. <laughs> your nukes mean nothing to us. Mr. Polar Bear, I have very sad news. I just talked with your uh, friend in America, Oppenmeyer. Um, the desks don't work. Uh, are you sure? It's a full inch of wood over their heads. <sighs> we and there's actually, even oh, a God. little metal compartment oh. under for where they can put their pencils. Oh, wait. Okay? Didn't, I think we didn't pretty, calculate the metal parts. I, I didn't realize they're you are pretty had, safe. Yeah. You have metal under your desks? It's. I mean, it's aluminum, oh. but yeah. Yeah. We put all of our eggs in the nuke basket. Why are you tearing up, comrade? Because we're <laughs> I going to bomb you you ruined it. <laughs> Why do you tear up during our skits every time? It. The characters <laughs> I play are about to cry, I guess. It brings a tear to my eye. It's funny. It's uh, Okay. Uh, wait, wait. Side, we just wanted side to note. bomb you. No, so, I'm still in character. Okay, no I'm not breaking. Note. I'm not breaking. You don't break character until the skit is over. Sir, I let's I, have a let's have a treaty then. A treat. A treaty. Oh. Okay. I get everywhere, and you get everywhere, and we just give our products to kids and make them addicted to sugar. I love it. I love it. Oh, polar bear! Yes, we, we both did it. win. All right, that's the skit. What's your What's your side note? Uh, My characters like to cry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good job, Shelby. No, she got it. You're, she pressed the button. She was she waiting. She did the applause. She was like, that's so great. Uh, <laughs> my side note was going to be sometimes when I'll get like really into playing, you know, or yeah. like something, I'll start tearing up for some reason. <laughs> I'm not that invested in the character. No, I know. I I feel like it. Wait, were you like this guy's got to cry now, so I'm going to try to cry? Or was it one of those things that was kind of organically happening and you're like, oh shit, all right, well, let's it lean was, in. It was a little bit of both. I'm looking at you and there's just a lot of light. So my eyes were already watering and you said something where like my character's plan was failing. So I was like, I guess I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> Time to cry. All right, let's go, let's go to that's, break. Uh, and that's how the Soviet ended. Uh, the Soviet Union ended. That's how, cry. that's how the Soviet Union and the Soto War ended. There you guys go. The more you know. Congratulations. All right, I guess uh, we're going to go to break now. Break now. Even and break. 
Welcome back from commercials. Welcome back. Man, those were some really good commercials. I don't know what they were, but all I do know is they someone's were... getting some freaking ice put down their pants. This is a lot of ice. Did I overdo it? Uh, no, you know, you, we, we didn't know how many of them were going to melt and how many were going to stay. <laughs> yeah, well, there's there's ice on the outside. works. There's right? ice on the outside, but then there's ice in a bag as well. Oh, so you've got ice for the ice. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's cool. That's, that's how the insulation works. Okay, so so how did you keep this? Because you you drive from quite a ways away. I went to my parents' house and took their ice. Oh, okay, got it, got it. I didn't know if you like brought a cooler. Well, I went to Casey's first, and I was like, "You got ice?" And they were like, "That's a gas station here, by the way." They're like, "We don't have we don't have it right now." And I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go to my parents' house real quick." Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I was like, "I don't care." And I was like, "Well, I didn't just let you know." Okay, so okay. today's game, you're gonna see it in the background here. This I've is gonna got... cause some shrinkage. That's for sure. <laughs> As George Costanza said, Costanza, I was in the pool! I was in the pool! And he Seinfeld. It's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys! Yes! me! Yes! Good job! She got it! That was flawless. <laughs> She's getting good. Uh, somebody listening to this podcast loves Seinfeld, okay? Shelby's Seinfeld's getting great. good. Okay. She's getting better by the minute. There is an image behind us that shows six presidential names and then six either events or religious beliefs or just things done. And each one of these things are distinctly tied to one of those presidents. I'm going to cover this up so the ice doesn't matter. Gotcha. What Alex needs to do is tie, um, is put basically the president's name to the correct event. Right. He needs to get them all right. I think they're pretty easy, to be honest. We can Got get it. you can get one wrong. You can get one wrong, so he needs to get five out of the six correct. Five out of the six correct. One of them, is and that's the thing about see with this connect the lines thing. Once I get one wrong, I'm just done because then two of them are eaten up. So the correct way to do it is make sure you start with the ones you know for sure. There's some easy ones in Gosh, there. Read them you, out loud. Read them out. Read I don't the, think I'm ever going to win one of these read games. Read their historic. Read okay, the historic so as you loud. can see behind me, but if you are just listening, we will read. So our presidents from top to bottom are Herbert Hoover, Warren G. Harding, Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, James Madison, and Woodrow Wilson. From top to right, or on the right side, uh, from top to bottom, these are the events that I'm trying to connect those, those uh, presidents to. Teapot Dome Scandal. Is that what your handwriting says? Yes. War of 1812, Great Depression, Battle of Orleans, Orleans, however. New you. Orleans, yeah. Whatever you want to uh, say. I didn't put new in there, sorry. Being a deist? It, it, that's a religious belief. Is that is it deist? Did I say it right? I think so, yeah. Deist. A deist? Like a, like, de like a deities. Like a deity? Yeah. And sent the socialist Eugene Debs to jail. Yes. Is that what it says? Debs? Yeah. What's Debs? That's his last name. Eugene Debs. Oh. He sent, so the president, this president sent the socialist. Eugene Debs. The, yeah. Okay. Dude, I, I think you've got. I have no idea. I think you're, I, I you're going to do good with this. I'm going to eat it some ice while you do this. I have no idea. All right. Well, let's start with, here's a pen. Let's start with the ones you know for sure. I don't know any of these for sure, dude. Hold. We're bad ice. I don't know any of these for sure. I think there's some of the ice that fall on the table during the promo. This is going to suck so bad, okay? okay. I, this, this show is going to turn into, how stupid is Alex? You're not dumb at all. The answer is pretty stupid. Shelby, um, how many of these do you know? Uh, she's focusing. She's focusing. Okay, she's got she's got too much on her plate. Herbert Hoover. Which one of these is Herbert Hoover most known for? When was he president? 
Hoover Ball. Yeah. Uh, early early 1900s, right? Yeah. Mm. No, I don't know which I don't know which one. Which one's the oldest one? Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas the Jefferson. On that list. So let's see. 1776. It's found. Is that the year that George Washington became president in 1776? Do you know the answer to that? 1776 is like Declaration of Independence. Yeah. yeah. He so, didn't become president when that happened. When did he become president? I'm trying to think of a hint that doesn't tell you. Um, what is sorry, I'm I'm breathing very loud. Think late 1700s. Think think Okay, so I'm going to go Thomas Jefferson War of 1812. Okay, well let's slow down there. <laughs> <laughs> think that lines up. No, it doesn't. It does. In late 1700s, you know, How he's the fourth president. Thomas Jefferson's third president. Yes, you got it. There is a fourth president on there. Um, James Madison. Yeah. Oh, James Madison, War of 1812. We're going with that. <laughs> okay. I drew the line. That's good. Nice. Did I get it right? I can't tell you till you're done. <laughs> I can't tell you till you're done. Okay, well, hopefully I didn't just eliminate two. So I've got James Madison was in the War of 1812. Okay. Yes, let me take a um, picture of that just so I can... Uh... Let's let's see here. Uh, next, we are going to go with... Oh, man. All right, the Great Depression. I got to know. Everyone this. was feeling pretty depressed during the Great Depression. Is that, is that a... Not really a hint. Is that a hint? Okay. Um... um I want to say Harding. Warren G. Harding? But that that seems... I mean, no, I want to say Hoover. I want to say Hoover. It, it, see, I give you too many hints during... You always complain about it, but then I get to, like... My eyes tell you something, or I tell you something. So you, you do... <laughs> well, you literally went, all right, now let's hold up a second. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, kinda... let's hit the rewind button here for a second, Alex, because that is the just, dumbest thing I've ever heard. I think heard. I just shot myself in the foot on that one. I think I actually just... Um. <sighs> Okay, I'm going to go – I have no idea when these guys were president besides Thomas Jefferson. I think I'm going to have your version like on the left if that's cool and then have the correct version on the right so people can follow along and see if you get it messed up somewhere or if you're doing it correctly. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to go uh, – so I know Andrew Jackson. So he's like bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson yes. in the musical. Yeah. So he, I thought he did like War of the, the Bay of Pigs. Is that no, not him? No, Bay of Pigs is JFK. Oh, okay. Um, Andrew Jackson. Was he like the the Trail of Tears? He was, yes. Okay, so he had to have been the Pot Dome Scandal. I don't even know what that is. I, the only <laughs> things I know on here. Sorry that this is taking so long. This You're is okay. How, for the record, I had I got more time on my uh, on my <laughs> on my tests as a kid because. Of my ADHD, which I'm not medicated for today. I'm up on this. So, so we're gonna see how quickly I can do this test. I got one down. Like by the by the time here here, you know, this I is gonna be your one, one hit. This is, is gonna be your one hit to help done. you you speed up. Okay. Okay. Yes, please. The teapot dome happened around the same time. The teapot dome is closer to the Great Depression than the Battle of New Orleans. And uh, talking to your microphone, my friend. Sorry, I was looking into it. So the Teapot Dome scandal is closer to the Great Depression than it is the War of 1812 or the Battle of New Orleans. And putting the socialist Eugene Debs in jail is closer to the Great Depression and the Teapot Dome scandal than okay. these two. Okay. 
So it's helping you God. so you know which ones to connect. I'm struggling. All right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with it. I, I'm. I've kind of accepted the fact that I'm gonna get ice on my wee wee. <laughs> um, let's. Uh, let, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Herbert Hoover, Great Depression. All right, let me take a picture of that. All right, Herbert Hoover, Great Ooh. Depression. All right, go for it. All right, we are gonna go. Thomas Jefferson is going to be um, uh, the one who sent the socialist Eugene well, Debs. Wait, wait, wait. To okay, it's not that think, one. No, think of my hint. Sending the socialist Eugene Debs is closer to I, the Teapot Dome and the Great Depression. You gave me a lot of tips there, yeah. and I stopped listening halfway through because well, I was trying to. I was trying to retain the first thing you were saying, but gotcha. you were moving on. Thomas Jefferson is an earlier president. I know. Yes. So. I, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so he's got to be uh, a, a deity. A deity. He's a god. He's got to be a He's got to be a, right. a deist. Right? We're going to go with that. Played by David Diggs in Hamilton. What did I miss? All right. That's all I know about him. Um... Let's see here. And I can't do any more hints. I think, Shelby, have you been following along? She said no. She, I'm going to go she, Andrew she, she Jackson, no. The Battle of Orleans. The Animals, There Was a House in New Orleans, is about Andrew Jackson, I've decided. Um, they call the rising sun. sun. Copyrighted claim. Oh, I looked at the screen instead of the camera. Sorry. The Copyright claim. All right. Uh, we're going to go, we're going to go, um, oh wait, let me take a picture. Boop. I think, or did I already get a picture? Oh God. We're going to go Harding, Teapot Scandal, Wilson, Socialist. You are 100% correct. What? I gave you too many hints. I got too cocky. Yes. I, See, okay. I bought my Alex line, played sick little puppy and I got with two. This, with this line oh, thing, stupid. uh, it's, you know, once you get one. Your chances too, of getting the rest are good. I was I should have just let you fail from the beginning. But once, well, you know what? Hey, you made me feel bad. You were like, I got the punishment in episode one. I cannot believe. Yeah. Only only took to episode two for us to be one and one or to be fifty. So you made me feel guilty. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you do that anymore. Oh, puppy you always. Oh, Jake, what, I felt so Jake, bad for. Jake, when was the War Jake, of 1812? Jake, <laughs> I don't know anything. I, was Thomas Jefferson around during the Great Depression? That's the vibe you gave. Oh, God damn it! Man. All right, let's do this. David Diggs. Uh, Shelby was Thomas Jefferson for Halloween one year. Fun fact. Okay, let me let me just get all. Of it. So I was me, George Washington that year. We so were, Herbert Hoover is largely blamed for the Great Depression due to his lack of political knowledge and do nothing kind of tendency. Warren G. Harding was caught up too. in the Teapot Dome scandal, which had to do with oil. A lot of helping big oil. Thomas Jefferson was a deist, which basically believed that Jesus and God are real, but they kind of just left us to do our own thing and they're focusing on their own stuff somewhere else. Battle of New Orleans is one of the only major battles we won during the War of 1812, and Andrew Jackson was a part of that. Um, James Madison, uh, famously, his wife saved a portrait of George Washington during the War of 1812 when they set the White House on fire, and Woodrow Wilson sent his political um, rival, not really the Socialist Party, didn't stand a chance, but Woodrow Wilson sent the presidential socialist representative Eugene Debs to jail, allowing Eugene Straight to jail. Yep, and allowed him to run for president in jail. Wow. Retained. You didn't retain it. I'll never forget that in my you life. You didn't remember any of that. We but could you do know this, what I... We could do the same contest tomorrow, and you'd get it wrong if I gave you no hints. Maybe. Uh, but <laughs> Maybe. You know what? I, I guess people always wanted to say they were always wondering, 
What was Alex gonna do if he lost? Close up, Shelby, close up on me. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> All right. Does, do you get do that you, reference? Yeah. That's, that's what Kanye did. I know Kanye did. Yeah. That was a tasteless joke. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, he's he's not great, but. Uh, but ever since he saw Jonah Hill, he, he's gotten better. Is that true? Yeah, he, he he like apologized for all the anti-Semitic things he said on his Instagram. Because is Jonah Hill Jewish? Yeah, and he really liked Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. I'm not even joking. I'm not even moving. He, he, he said that, yeah. a moron. He's unhinged. Anyways. I do like Jonah Hill, though. All right, this has got to go under the underwear. Nope. Yes. We never agreed upon yeah, that. Yeah, you're wearing shorts. It's going to go right through. It's going to come out your pant leg. It has to go in your underwear. Hold my pants, then. Hold my pant leg. Hold it. I'm not putting this under my underwear. Are you Why? kidding me? No, I want it to go on your bare peen. Why? You, you're being creepy about this. Can everyone agree that Alex is... Okay, here it is. Dude, put it in your... No, come on. <laughs> Alex put, is being creepy about this. Bare peen. Bare Stop. peen. Bare peen. God, this is so cold on my hand. <laughs> this sucks. What, oh, Shelby? We're gonna give you a nice little close up, a nice little close up here. Get him in there! Oh, oh my god, on the bare leg! Ah! <laughs> it looks like I pissed myself! We need something to catch it all! Oh my god! Ah, Put like it on your balls! It feels like I'm getting birthed! I feel like you haven't suffered enough! Oh my god, the bear skin part is what hurts. Oh god, it's not all coming out. He has bear skin. Uh, it feels like it looks so bad on camera. I'm dying. Oh man, that's gonna be some smelly ice. I just bit my lip. Uh, I'm really sorry that I got so vulgar with that uh, stuff and, and uh, talked about your parts. Uh, I'm just gonna report you to HR. It's Here. fine. There we go. Have a seat, buddy. Have a seat. I wanna... Ew. Okay. I had an accident. Okay. Okay. Let's. Uh, I wish we could have. Honestly, I wish we would have. We could have seen your face. For uh, for that. Oh, he did it again! <laughs> this one's worse because it's all concentrated. Gravity's not helping. Take it to the knee. It's keeping it all in the crotch this time. This is significantly worse than the other one. I thought it'd just be the same on my knee. God. Oh man. You know. So I was thinking. I was thinking. Because last episode. That's still in there. She's got it. <laughs> Uh, that one touched a part that I shouldn't have. Uh, is there shrinkage? Uh, probably. Most likely. So I was thinking, I was thinking that um, last episode you decided you were like, I'll I'll do the dog shot collar too, Alex. <laughs> Don't do and it. And we did do, do it. it. You know, you should do it. Well, no, because this has already been down your pants. It and was outside the underwear though, so you could just pour it on your outside of the underwear. This would be giving a whole new uh, we're bros. definition. We're to bros. Eskimo brothers. We're bros. Get it, it would not. It would be significantly less ice. still. Because ice. We're bros. Eskimo brothers. Oh, that's funny. Kind of funny. That was good. Kind of clever, right? Are you going to put it down your pants or not, wussy? No, I don't want to be Eskimo Brothers. <sighs> All right, whatever. You're kind of a disappointment. What about the ones that are left in the bag? Just three instead. Just three little ones in your pants. I'm tempted. I kind of want to put ice in my pants. Put, either put ice in your pants or don't. Well, I won the game. 
That's 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 the th- that's the thing of the game is you can either choose to get the but you're gonna win next week's as well because next week's is a spelling contest. So oh, I'm glad you already got it planned out. Quite well, ahead. ladies and gentlemen, we've learned so much. Oh yeah, yeah. We always end talking about TikTok, bro. Oh, what are you doing? Let's go! We are historically inaccurate. Every single Thursday, yeah. you can check out new episodes. It's always a blast, as you can see. Uh, thank you to Mingo Mustache Media for distributing and producing this yeah. podcast. Thank you all for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. And as my history teacher always said, make sure you watch, watch out, out for deer. deer. I have goosebumps on my legs. Yeah. Mango Mustache Media.